But let's talk about fasting for a little bit and then talk about prayer. Earlier, um, I'm not eating sweets, so, you know, you, you, it changes your life a little bit. I got some trail mix. I had to pick out the good stuff a little bit earlier, and I looked down at it. I wasn't even tempted, uh, even though it looked really good. All right, so ate the uh, ate the peanuts and the sunflower seeds or whatever else was in there. But I challenge you, don't give up. Uh, don't get discouraged and uh, make sure that you follow through the whole 21 days. It's going to be incredible. Say amen. All right. And so let me give you one scripture on that. Matthew 4, 1 and 2. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days, 40 nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now, believe it or not, what I want to focus on in that verse is this word, led. Say led. Led. He was led by the Holy Spirit of God. So I want to encourage you during this 21 days to be led by the Spirit. Don't look on the fasting list. You can pick one up at the Exodus and the daily devotionals, but don't look on it for direction. Uh, look on it for uh, direction, but pray. Say, God, which one of these do you want me to do? Be led by the Spirit. And when you're maybe tempted to break it prematurely, uh, be led by the Spirit. Pray more and uh, than you ever have. Get into the Word more than you ever have. Amen? Be led by the Spirit. Let me give you another verse. Jumping into the thought of prayer, Matthew 21, 12 through 14. Everybody knows this verse if you've been a believer for very long. Then Jesus went into the temple of God and drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the table of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer. My house shall be called a house of prayer. But you have made it a den of thieves. Uh, it had become corrupt. The whole system of sacrifice, they were selling uh, animals of sacrifice. There was money exchanged. Uh, people were being taken advantage of. It was a scheme to deprive the people of as much money as possible on the festival day. And uh, when he cleaned it out, and this is at this place, like no other time in the ministry of Christ, did we see the passion of righteous indignation. I mean, powerful turning over tables, turning over tables, uh, I mean, knocking things over, saying, get this stuff out of here. My house shall be called a house of prayer because of all the distractions going on in that place. There was no place for prayer, which is what that place was mainly for, a house of prayer. And when he cleaned all the distractions out, Notice what happened. And in this place, may God do the same thing because 
The Bible says then in the very next verse, don't know if I've ever connected the two, but then it says, then, after he cleaned the place out of all that was going on in there, then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. When you get rid of all the distractions, all the things that take away from prayer, miracles start to happen in the house. Amen? And so tonight, we want to get rid of all the distractions, everything you dealt with today, by the grace of God, just clear it out of your mind. Don't worry about what's going to happen next week. For those of you that have been getting uh, uh, clips of whatever else, preachers or otherwise, telling you to stock up on food, get all that stuff out of your mind. Let me just tell you, uh, peace be still. I just want to say that to some of you. Peace be still, all right? And uh, if you go to the grocery store, only get what you usually get, all right? I'm just telling you, and don't dare steal all the toilet paper, all right? So just just get a grip. God's in control, and uh, everything's going to be okay by the grace of God. Amen? So get all the distractions out of your life, and when we do, and when we start to pray, miracles started happening. People started getting healed emotionally, physically, and uh, blind eyes were open, and healings took place. And tonight in this place, wouldn't you want to see Miracles take place in people's lives. I mean, uh, in your own, yes, but even more so, we, we rejoice when others get healed and others get a miracle. And so, let's believe God for this to be a house of prayer. And that last 25, 30 minutes of individual prayer, let's focus in. Let's don't pray uh, just for our needs, uh, uh, and certainly don't pray, as the Word says, certainly, certainly don't pray for those things that, well, let me give you the Scripture. James chapter 4, verse 3, it says this, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. All right, so don't just pray about your needs and, and God, I need a bigger car, better car. No, we're not into that here tonight, amen? We're into God's will being done in this place as it is in heaven, amen? All right, so that's what we pray. And Matthew, the first thing he taught us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, my God and my Lord. That is a main focus of our prayers is this. We need a lot of heavenly work here on earth. And so we need to say, God, oh, my God and my Lord, bring heaven to earth, Lord. Bring your will in heaven. God, bring it to earth. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let me leave you with one last verse. It is in Mark, chapter 9, verse 23, 24, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible. He said that on several occasions. All things are possible. 
All those things that you think right now, think about it. All those things you think right now are impossible. Jesus said, all of those are possible. All things are possible. Years ago, growing up, my dad came to Christ, then he backslid. Um, he had been called to preach when he was like 20 years old. Somebody in the church said something, done something, hurt him. He got offended. Don't get offended, people. He got offended, walked away. And so I got older, and I saw all this, heard all this, and there came a place where I said out of my mouth as a young Christian, I said, ah, Dad will never get saved. Why? Because I was basing it on my mental understanding of him or thinking I knew him. But the day came. The day came when I was over at Goldenrod Road at the old church property, living in the little church house room in the back, and the phone rang, and I went to it. And my sister on the other end, crying, said, Carl, Dad got saved. And this time, oh, yes, he stayed saved. <laughs> he got into the Word. He started praying. I would sit there reading the Word by the hours, literally. Anything is possible with God, folks. Even if your mouth has said otherwise, it doesn't contradict the Word of God. The Word of God says all things are possible with God. And Jesus said to him, if you believe. How many of you are going to believe for something, for somebody else, not just us, somebody else? You're going to believe all things are possible. To him who believes. Maybe even while you pray tonight over something you've had a hard time believing, confess it with your mouth. Even as you pray, God, Lord, save my dad. Confess. Jesus, I thank you. He is going to be saved. I thank you, Lord God. I see him saved. Confess with your mouth to go along with your prayer. And immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears. So many times we find ourselves right where this father was. We're maybe struggling a little bit and he cried out with tears. He so wanted his child to be healed. And he was so emotionally into this and so emotionally distraught over his child. And he was crying and he said, Lord, I believe. He said it with his mouth. Lord, I believe. He confessed. And then he said, he said a prayer following that confession. Help my unbelief. God, if there's not complete belief in there, God, help it. Help me to really believe. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. You know, two of the big challenges for people, Christians, is number one, believing what they are praying. And number two is simply praying. You have not because you ask not. So, we got to believe and confess it, um, and then we got to pray. So maybe some of you have never prayed 30 minutes straight in your life. By the way, this Friday night, 7 o'clock, we're going to have prayer. I, we, I've 
debated in my mind how to what to do there, but we're going to have prayer on Friday night, this one, next one, and the next one. And um, this one's starting right here in the auditorium, 7 o'clock. And I got 29 more seconds. Okay, so listen fast. Uh, this Friday night, 7 o'clock right here, and uh, we may go for it. We may go for the hour this uh, Friday night. Um, cannot you pray one hour, Jesus said? Of course we can. Absolutely a positive. Everybody in this place could pray one hour, just like he said to the disciples, of course. Well, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we believe. We believe. We believe for miracles. We believe for this 21 days to be that launching pad, God, into this beautiful new year you've given us and into the days to come. Lord, we praise you and we honor you. God, help us all to say, okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in on this. I'm in on getting back to my first love. I'm in on returning to my first love. God, I'm in on reading your word. I'm in on praying. I'm in on this fast. I'm in. God, I'm in to what you want me to be into and being led by the Spirit. God, thank you for this time of prayer and worship. Bless these people tonight in Jesus' name. Stand with us, please, everyone, and Pastor John's going to lead us.